The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. Proudly made in the USA, customizable SeaDeck no-skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Golden Light Podcast, everyone. I'm the Noise in the North, Dan on the Mano, recording this portion of today's bonus podcast up here in Chicagoland, my Illinois of the North studios, we'll call it. I'm up here for one more night, spending some time with some family, then back to Orlando. So let's do it. It's time for some audio sunshine. This episode is brought to you in part by Malibu Boats, makers of the all-new 22 and 24 MXZ and the ultra-premium M235. Check out MalibuBoats.com for a peek at the entire line of breathtaking, dream-waking, world-class, athlete-approved towboats, or you guys can just come out to one of the five regionally set Malibu Rider Experience events that I'm going to be announcing all this summer all across North America and Canada. Kicking off the season the weekend of May 5th with Boulder Boats out on Lake Las Vegas, only 25 minutes away from the Vegas Strip and the Las Vegas Airport. You guys can find out all the details again on all five Malibu Rider Experience events online at MalibuBoats.com. All right, so this is a special bonus episode. We're calling it a contest cast. This is episode 64. I'm just getting my feet wet on this one, guys. Sort of testing the waters, you know, so we're going to have three episodes this month. So this episode is from the WWA uh, Malibu Boats Pro Card Qualifier. It happened out at Freedom Wake Park. It was the fifth year in a row for this event. I was out there. I didn't have to announce. It was a really great event. It was fun to see the whole crew. Uh, This is an event that not everybody's out competing because as of right now, there's 15 riders pre-qualified from last year's Wakeboard World Series as far as the standings go. So these pro card events, and you're going to hear all about it in this podcast episode, they are to qualify riders into pro ranks actually pro rank so it's pretty neat Ali Jerome took the win at the pro card qualifier he took the win at last year's pro card qualifier as well if you guys remember though Ali missed out on a good portion of the 2016 season due to injury he was also an awesome guest on my podcast last year right around this same time Second place was Mizuki Takahashi, a young man from Japan, making his step into the pro ranks. Mizuki, he's the guy everybody talked about. We'll get a couple of words from Mizuki. Mizuki calls Freedom Wake Park his home lake. He lived with Tara and Kobe Mikasich, the owners of Freedom Wake Park, for a long time, trained out there. 
He also coaches out there. He now lives out on Clear Lake with Tony Carroll. We don't quite get into that, but uh, we do have a few words, you know. And in third place, it was Pierce Homsey. And I like this guy. Pierce is from Illinois, from kind of the same neighborhood that I grew up in. Great rider. He is a free agent. He is not sponsored. I One thing I really like about Pierce is that he always does these creative uh, designs on his board. He spray paints them, and it, it's pretty cool. All right, some other interesting stuff that is happening, guys. I have some new merchandise, some Mano Swago. I don't really know what we're going to call it, but I've got some Golden Mike Podcast pins and hats right now. The best way for you guys to get hooked up with some of this Mano merchandise that I have right now is by directly sending me an email or a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. I know a lot of people ask how they can help support, and this is a great way. I'll tell you some other great ways here in just a few moments because as you guys already know the Golden Mike podcast, well, it's brought to you for free normally twice monthly. This month we're giving you a little bonus episode, but normally we're brought to you on the first and third Wednesday of each and every month. You can find us online at noiseofthenorth.com. We're now available on SoundCloud. Also, the Golden Mike podcast is on iTunes. Every episode is available on iTunes. If you're on an Android device, pretty much any podcast app that you download, you're going to be able to find me by searching the Golden Mike Podcast. Make sure that you guys subscribe to the show, and if you can, please rate and review. I love reading what you guys have to say. All right, folks, to keep this podcast no charge to you, the listener, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, SeaDeck, Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow's Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, Go Puck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy, C4 Belts, CWB Board Company, Leadwake, and Ronix. Be sure, if you're not already doing so, to follow me on social media, Instagram at Dano T Mano, on Twitter at the Dano T Mano, and at the Golden underscore Mike. And be sure to like the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook. You guys can also always reach me through email, Golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com. That's a perfect place to send me that request for a hat or any kind of Mano merch that you want to get hooked up with. All right, folks, we've got it. The WWA Malibu Boats Pro Card Qualifier from Orlando, Florida. It's coming up next. A few words from my sponsors, and then we'll be back, baby. It's the Golden Mike Podcast. Dig it. Oh, yeah. All right, before we get on with the contest cast, I want to talk about some of the folks who help support the podcast. GoPuck has been with me for so long, and of course, GoPuck is where I go for my portable power. They come in three different sizes. You can get the 3X, which is roughly three full uh, smartphone charges, the 5X, five full charges, the 6XR equates out to six plus these things are awesome i live by it i carry one with me everywhere i go in fact i carry two with me whenever i travel and whenever i'm at events you always see me letting people use them to try them out you can get them online at gopuck.com you can use my promo code mano30 get 30 percent off of the gopuck plus every order over 
$49 gets free shipping. If you're in Orlando and you need a GoPuck in your pocket today, which I recommend everybody get, stop at Performance Ski Insert. They've got them on sale there as well. And while we're talking about Performance Ski and Surf, I want to talk about the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour Series happening all spring and summer long. Stop number two coming up April 22nd, I'm going to be out there and announcing the Gravel Tour. I think it's like my sixth or seventh season announcing for this series of events. It's at Orlando Water Sports Complex. The following day, April 23rd, there's another contest for the youngsters. It's a cable contest, King of the Groms. Uh, And actually, if you're competing at the Gravel Tour, you can get $10 off your entry fee for the King of the Groms. It's going to be an awesome weekend, April 22nd. The Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. Plus, whenever Gravel Tour is in town, you know that we're throwing out Dano deals of the day, giving out swag for some amazing prices. Find out more at perfski.com online or check out the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour page or Performance Ski and Surf page on Facebook. All right, here it is. Let's get at it with the contest cast. The executive director of the World Wake Association, Corey Wilson. Corey, tell us a little bit about the Pro Card Qualifier, what it is and what it's for. What it does is it qualifies them for uh, to ride in the pro ranks throughout the 2017 season. Um, And we're just really trying to separate those pros and clearly define what a pro is um, by awarding these pro cards throughout the year. All right, so I'm noticing that a lot of the handful of the top names in the sport are missing from actual competition today. Well, how come those guys aren't riding? So uh, a handful of the guys, the top 15 on the world ranking each year, retain a pro card uh, for the next season. And anybody who's ever won a WWA pro event has a pro card for life. So uh, here you'll see some of the up-and-comers. We've got some guys who are making the step up from the junior pro division to pro, earning their pro cards. And then some of the guys who have either been injured or just fell out of that top 15 last year are back to earn their pro card for the 2017 season. Somebody who's not here today wants to get a pro card. What would they have to do? Well, good news is we have uh, five other other pro card qualifiers across the U.S. and Canada uh, this summer. So you can show up at one of those and compete for your pro card, or uh, you can also enter any WWA pro event in the pro division and attempt to earn your pro card that way. The top eight get it through a uh, sanctioned event. All right. Thanks a ton, Corey. No problem. Thank you, Dano. All right. Well, it's always uh, cool to talk to Corey. You know, she's so busy at these events, always running around, and uh, she's got so much on her plate, but we're, we're all... Really lucky to have Corey as a part of the the WWA and a part of the wakeboard community. And the girl rips on a wakeboard. And every once in a while during the contest season, we get to see her come out and compete. Uh, Speaking of girls that rip, currently ranked number two, I believe, in the world on the WWA Women's uh, Wakeboard World Series, Tara Mikasich. The Mikasich family, Tara and Kobe and the whole crew over there at Freedom Wake Park hosted us for this event, fifth year in a row. We talk all about it. Here it is, Tara Mikasich, owner and operator of Freedom Wake Park, hosting the Malibu Pro Card Qualifier for, what, the fifth year in a row, Tara? Yeah, fifth year in a row. This was, like, the first event that we ever did here after we opened. How exciting is it for this to be back year after year? It's cool. It's a great, you know, season opener. Get everyone kind of amped for the wakeboard season. And this year was just, I mean epic. I think the very first year we had glass, glass, perfect conditions, and then this year was totally the same, and everyone was really pumped on just how good it was, and that's always nice to hear when it's your place. Let's talk about um, you and the school and what's been happening. So what has been happening? How's the winter been? 
Honestly, it's been really good. It's been um, it's been warm. It's been mostly calm. We're a little low on water, apparently all over Central Florida, but things have been good here. We've had a good flow of students from really all over the world, definitely all over the U.S., and it's been fun to see everyone like progressing when they couldn't even like be riding at home. Absolutely. What I want to talk about is you coming out of 2016 and that top two ranking. It was a it was a good year. Yeah. The I mean, I've definitely like not been that high on the ranking list and there were several of them that I was like up right at the top. So that was really fun for me to, you know, kind of see that. And um, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited for this year. We're going to some cool places and it's always just fun, like gearing up for the season because you get to see your friends and, you know, there's like a lot of excitement in the air and everyone's like stoked on riding. Moving into 2017, do you think the ladies all have like a little bit of a fire under their butts? Yeah, I feel like, I, you know, this has happened to us a few years and not in a row, but the it just happens, right? Every few years, somebody will do something or say something or stop having women's wakeboarding at events or whatever it is. And you kind of get this like, how bad is this? And what are we going to do about it? And this year, I felt like everybody really banded together. And there was like really good camaraderie. We, we have like a pro women's wakeboard message group. So we're all kind of like working together and collaborating on how we want to present ourselves, what we want to put out there, bouncing ideas off each other and just really um, doing it as a unit, which is amazing instead of just each of us trying to promote ourselves within our, you know, limited or not so limited abilities. It's different for everyone, but as a group, it's just huge and it's great for the sport. It's great for women's wakeboarding. Let's say one of those girls wants to come out here and ride with you or any dude wants to come ride with you or Kobe. Uh, Tell people how they can come out to Freedom. Yeah, anytime you guys are always welcome to come ride with me. The best way is to go on freedomwakepark.com. Our email's on there and any social media. It's all it's all Freedom Wake Park. So if you want to go Facebook, Twitter, if you want to go on Instagram, if you want to go on Snapchat, Freedom Wake Park and you're good. Okay, and the boats you guys are running, same boats you're running here for the Pro Card? Yeah, yeah, the boats that we ran for the Pro Card, uh, Malibu 25 LSV, that's our that's our main baby, it's awesome. And then we also have an Axis A22 that we don't load as heavy for um, more like beginner and intermediate lessons. All right, Tara, thanks a ton. Thank you, Dano. Well, it was good to chat with Tara there at her home lake, and I'm sure we're going to chat with Tara a whole bunch more this summer. We're going to be doing a whole lot of events with Malibu Boats, the Rider Experience, the Evolution Pro Series. Looking forward to seeing Tara, and, you know, we always get to see the riders that she and Kobe are training at all of the events that we're doing as well. That's always exciting. Some interesting notes from what she talked about, talking about the lake being low on water. So it's interesting. I heard today that uh, Florida has only been getting about an inch of rain a day, which is, like, super, super low. And I've been hearing that there's all kinds of, like, fire warnings all over the state. Man, it's some really scary stuff, especially if you like uh, bonfires or anything like that. So be safe out there, kids, of course. All right, well, this next interview is with Shannon Starling. He is the president of the World Wake Association, and uh, we chat a little bit about what to expect from 2017. This is regular El Presidente talk, as you'll hear from this interview. All right, let's get to it. What's up, Shannon? Not much. Glad to be out here today. Can you talk a little bit about what we can expect in 2017? 
Well, 2017 is kind of it's going to be the year of going back to some old great places, but also finding some new ones. Um, you know, we're going to end the season this year at in Japan at the original site where wakeboarding was introduced to Japan. 20-something years ago, and just to say that, myself and Bill McCaffrey and a group of us were the guys there, so it's pretty cool to go back there, but we're also finding new sites, uh, like we're going into Vienna, completely new. There's never been a wakeboard event there of our size, so it's going to be great to take the Evolution Pro there this year. The state of wake, where are we at right now? You know, when you look at the state of wake, there's a lot of numbers that everybody looks at. Um, some some are up, some are down, but I think overall we're we're in a good place as far as the WWA and our growth. Uh, we're expanding globally. We're opening up partners now. We're going to have 10 new partners this year that we've never had, and you're going to start to see some really big things come out of our world. Moving into like the future, if there's one thing that you're really, really, really excited about uh, this year, what would that be? All the passionate people that we've connected with around the world that, that live and breathe the same thing I wake up every day for, and it's the sport of wake. Whether you're wake surfing, wakeboarding, wake skating, or riding a cable, we don't care. And I've met some wonderful people, and it's all about where wake takes you. How do you find out about these different places worldwide, you know, some of these different venues and places that we're going to go to? Well, you know, a few years ago, we really had to look. Um, today's world, we have people calling us on a regular basis saying, I found this site or we would like to bid on this property. Uh, I mean, from Tennessee to Vienna to Dubai, people are actually coming to us now. We just hooked up with a group out of uh, that's connected to Brad Schmaley out of New Zealand that wants to move forward and try to build something there locally. So really, it's just the brand of what the WWA has built of openness and fairness to everybody to be involved. So I think that's how the sites are coming to us now. Can you talk about the importance of this event? It's been around, this is the fifth year now, and this kicks off the season in the U.S. every year. Why do we do it? Well, ProCard started in a way for us to take a lot of the top pro guys and give them an opportunity to, to elevate them to a new level. And, and we also wanted to take the sport, similar to PGA or other sports, so you can't just show up on the dock and say, I'm pro. Now you got to earn it. So every year, this is a great event to kick off with. It's nice, it's small, it's compact, kind of gets our feet wet for the big events coming up. But it's also a place for some young guns to show up. And we do these all year, Dano. You got every one of them with the rider experience. So it's a great place to introduce new athletes that say, hey, I want to be a pro well prove it brother show up and if you can make it here we'll put you on the pro tour you know in the old days it seemed like there was a lot of partying surrounding wakeboarding and now it seems like fitness and the gym is like what i'm seeing from all of these athletes uh, the sport is changing for sure so how do you feel about the direction I think this is the direction we have to go. There's a lot of money on the line. We're putting out a couple, uh, what, three, four $400,000 a year in prize money. If you want to make it in this sport, you've got to be at your very best game every day that you show up. So really, Dano, I'm going to go join a gym just so I can still fit in with the wakeboarders. I keep saying that every single day. I keep saying next week, next week. That's yeah. my excuse. Yeah, I'm going with Monday. <laughs> Great. Shannon Starling, thanks a ton, man. Thank you. Well, I have not started working out yet. I have been on the water a couple of times, so that's exciting stuff. Shannon Starling right there, man. That guy is an old schooler. He's been around for a long, long time. He's got some history in toad water sports, and, I mean, he's done so much for Wake. Been a part of the World Wake Association since day number one. The guy pretty much lives his life in the air. He's all around the world setting up events and it's it's very interesting to see what's going on uh where wake takes you that's going to be the theme of things moving forward i think you guys are going to start hearing that a lot and it's something to think about like think about like like who you know and what you've accomplished or what you've done at least on on like my end uh, the places that i've gone i don't think i ever would have left america if it wasn't for wake and it's funny cuz i'm a water skier but you know at the same time 
I'm a toad water sports enthusiast, so it all goes together. Shannon Starling, you know, he's he held the world record for kneeboard slalom through the late '90s, and he uh, got that in like the late '80s or early '90s. So uh, that he did get his start there. He he wrote a lot of different uh, a lot of different things on the water. Some cool stuff. The growth of the WWE and the events. Uh, really exciting to hear about. I uh, hope to see you guys at like events like the Rider Experience, Malibu Boats, and Nationals, all, all kinds of events like that. They're always fun and amazing to catch up with you guys. All right, so up next is the team manager, the events manager, marketing, a man of many hats from Malibu Boats. This guy has helped a ton and uh, you really see the changes that this guy has helped implement. Brian Thomas, here he is with me, Daniel the Mano on the Golden Mike Podcast. Thank you uh, once again to you and Malibu Boats for putting on this awesome event, uh, Pro Card Qualifier, the kickoff for 2017. I know your year has been absolutely insane already with the boat show season and transitions right here into the contest season. So talk a little bit, how's it, how's it all been going for you so far? Well, uh, today was, was awesome. It was great to be back out here at Freedom. This is always kind of our summer kickoff. It's crazy that it's already here. It seems like it just ended yesterday. Um, but yeah, we had a really awesome winter. Boat show season was crazy, and it was awesome to get to see people interacting with a lot of the new product for the first time with uh, the new MXZ line um, that we launched at the end of last summer. So uh, boat show season was crazy, and here we go into another whirlwind summer. A lot of Malibu events is on the bill for this summer. We've got five Malibu Rider Experience and three Evolution Pro Series. We've got the Malibu Open on the water ski side of things, plus a bunch of other wake surf and grassroots events for you guys. Man, it, it can't be easy for you to, to be organizing all this stuff. Like, How exactly are you guys able to do so many of these events? I don't take any credit for, uh, for the organizing. It's, a lot of that comes from um, Shannon and Corey. Uh, Teresa, Jay, Brad, their team at the WBA, like they're they've been a great partner. Uh, this is our fifth season going in with Rider Experience, which is crazy to see how that event has grown. We uh, we're really looking forward to another year on the water with amateurs of all ages uh, and kicking that off the first weekend of May out at uh, Lake Las Vegas with Boulder Boats, uh, which was awesome being out there last year. And really looking forward to it again this year. Malibu Evolution Pro Series. Uh, do we have an announcement of all three series stops for 2017 yet? Uh, we are on the precipice of announcing, so I will uh, I will bite my tongue for now. Um, but we've got some really really cool spots that we're going to uh, for 2017. Really looking forward to uh, expanding uh, into new areas where we haven't uh, taken our events before. Uh, into other continents. So, anything new with Team Malibu since uh, since we talked last in 2016? Any new additions to the to the gang? I'm really anxious to see some of our uh, Aussie kids that have just uh, moved out of Junior Pro into Pro uh, for this year. Uh, I saw Kobe France out on the water today, uh, making finals. So that was awesome to see. Uh, Louis Watt will be back over here this summer riding pro, so really anxious to see what, what those guys put together. Um, and then story of the day here at Freedom was Ollie DeRome taking uh, the win at Pro Card two years in a row. 
comeback kid after a pretty gnarly injury at the beginning of last season right after this event, uh, tearing his Achilles tendon that put him out pretty much the whole season. Um, coming back today after being on the water for maybe a month now and taking the win, so that was awesome. And then uh, same with Tony Carroll on the Axis side. Uh, we brought him on with Axis uh, about halfway through last summer, and uh, it's, he's an awesome ambassador, an awesome, amazing athlete to see him on the water. Um, and then he blew his knee out uh, kind of middle end of the summer and so that, uh, it's always hard to see one of your team riders go through a, a significant injury like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing him back on the water this summer as well. All right, there it is, Brian Thomas, man. Thanks a ton, dude. Thanks, Dana. All right, Brian Thomas, man. Fun, interesting dude. I like him a lot. Uh, he's really, really fun to talk to. You know, he's into podcasts. He's always recommending new podcasts. He's uh He's a pretty funny guy. You guys should definitely say what's up to him at any of the the Malibu events. Speaking of like those Malibu events, the Evolution Pro Series, I think we're literally just a few days away from the announcement of where they're going to be. I think it's going to be very, very exciting. Two international locations, one domestic, and if it's anything like it's been in the past, it's going to be pretty awesome. All right, so from Bryant Thomas, I go right into a conversation. I met up with Corey Tunison, who is... On site, Corey took a win at the WWA Worlds to close out 2016. He opened 2016 and the WWA's uh, Wakeboard World Series in Australia at the Moomba Masters, taking a win. And then he was here at Freedom Wake Park for the Pro Card Qualifier. I think what he was doing was uh, scoping out his uh, prospective competition for the season. Trust me when I say there are some guys that competed, uh, Ali to Rome. Kobe France, a rookie, Mizuki Takahashi, who you're going to hear a lot about in this episode. These are guys who possibly will be in finals this summer, and they're making their way up through the ranks. Remember, 15 guys are already qualified into the WWA's uh, Wakeboard World Series moving into 2017. So everybody else beyond that is looking for a spot. And in the past, we've had... I don't know, I'd say 25, 30, 35, even 40 riders competing on tour throughout the year. So who knows? It's going to be an exciting year. Here's Corey Tunison. Let's hear what he's got to say. Congrats on your win out at Moomba here 2017, bro. How's it feeling? Thanks, bro. Yeah, it, uh, it was a great way to start the year. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I had a, had a fun off season. I took like two months off and uh, got back into it. And yeah, it seems to be going pretty well for me now. So I'm just trying to keep that momentum going throughout the year. All right, obviously you're already qualified with that pro card moving into 2017, but uh, you've been out here watching the competition all day. Any thoughts on the riding? One of my good mates and my roommate, Kobe, he's, uh, he's out here competing, so coming to watch him and support all the boys. Looking forward to seeing you ride here in the States, man. Have a great season. Thanks, bro. All right, well, that was short and sweet with Corey Tunison. Corey's got uh, some really cool stories that I'm hopefully going to get from him a little bit later on this summer. Over his summer, our winter, he took John C. Riley you know, from like stepbrothers out on his boat. And uh, he's got some really cool story. I think he's like really good friends with Mick Fanning. I thought it was cool that he was out there supporting his roommate, Kobe France, and all these Australian guys. They've always, uh, over the years, supported each other and lived with each other. It's really neat to see when they come over here to the States. And and uh, once again, Kobe France is going pro this year. It's going to be interesting to see. Corey was kind of out there uh, scoping out his competition, right? All right, well, I've got Malibu Boats Pro Team rider Brian Grubb 
coming up next. What up, Grubby? Hey, what's up, Dan? How you doing? So we're here at the Malibu Pro Card Qualifier. You've been in the boat all day doing what you do. That is judging. Talk a little bit about some of the action. Yeah, we had a great day out on the water. Uh, conditions were perfect. I mean, it feels like summer out here. The wind laid down for the finals, and it was pretty good conditions the whole day. So, yeah, we saw some good riding out there. Um, it was three rounds of competition today. So, you know, the guys that made the finals got a lot of riding out there and got a lot of time behind the Malibu. So, um, yeah, fun to watch, and, you know, it's fun just to kind of see where everyone's at after the winter and, you know, ramp it up for the season because, uh, yeah, it's going to be here in no time. I heard you're going to be getting on the water a little bit later on this afternoon, but standing forwards... Yeah, uh, the boys out of the boarding school are doing a little slalom competition this afternoon, so I'm going to rip out there and see uh, if I can knock some buoys down. I just got a new ski from HO, uh, the new VTX, so I'm really happy with that. I got on a couple times, and uh, yeah, I just love getting getting out there and going fast behind the boat again. How often are you slalom skiing these days? Well, uh, not a whole lot yet. I just got that ski set up uh, last week, but now that I got a new setup, um, I'm going to try to you know get on it. It's such good exercise, and you know it's just really fun just to do something different on the water and still be behind the boat. So I'm just trying to mix it up a little bit more this year and uh, yeah, get back to back to swerving. You been wake skating at all? Yeah, man. Yeah, we rode pretty much all winter. You know, we had a pretty mild winter down here in Florida. So I mean, I think I put a wetsuit on maybe one time this whole winter. So. Um, you know, we did a couple trips. I uh, went down to Hawaii and had a really cool trip out there with Parks and Nick Taylor and those guys. And um, that stuff's coming out in the new Wakeboard Magazine issue uh, this month. So, um, yeah, went on some fun trips and, yeah, just been riding at home a lot and uh, gearing up for uh, Wake Open in three weeks. All right, Grub, thanks a ton, man. All right, thanks, Anna. Thank you to Grubby for that one, man. Conditions were perfect that day. You know, sometimes we go to these events and we're like, ah, oh, conditions are perfect, but sometimes they're a lot less than perfect. This time they really were. I was excited. It was an awesome start to the year. Uh, the slalom talk with Grub, that's great. You got to see this guy rip on a ski. It's amazing. Uh, skiers are so impressed. And guys, you know what? I don't know. Like, to, to me, I think don't knock it till you try it. All right. Grub talked about Parks and Nick Taylor and him doing a little trip and it being highlighted in Wakeboard Magazine. I haven't seen that issue quite yet, but I'm assuming it's the issue with Parks on the cover. And congratulations, it was neat to see Parks back on the cover. Something else I wanted to mention is watch out coming up here real soon. Uh, you may have already seen some of the social media posts on it. Brian Grubb and myself went out to CDAC uh, late in December and Grubby got decked out. Uh, they wanted to kind of celebrate and honor him for such a great year and uh, did some custom C-Deck stand-up paddleboard stuff. It was some pretty cool stuff. So you guys can check out Grub's Instagram for that or just wait and uh, it will definitely be up through C-Deck's uh, social feeds as well as mine sooner than later here. Kobe France is up next. Man, this kid came out firing a rookie on the WWA Pro Men's Wakeboard World Series. He crushed it in juniors. I'm excited. I always like to talk to this guy. He's got an awesome family, Golden Mike podcast listeners, so a shout out to them. Let's hear what Kobe France had to say. Now, this is your first uh, major pro finish here. We don't have the results yet, but how'd you feel about your run? Uh, I was stoked at the start of it. <laughs> I did a couple of tricks that I wasn't planning on doing, but I just threw them anyway. I ended up landing them. It was really good fun out. It's like perfect conditions today. How do you feeling about joining the pro ranks this season? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a step up, that's for sure. Like watching Moomba back in Australia was a, definitely an eye opener. Like hopefully you can step it up to uh, <laughs> compete with the big boys now. All right, man. Well, Kobe, thanks a ton, man. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Well, once again, guys, uh, we're cutting it up a little bit here, you know, trying to keep this thing a little bit shorter. This is the uh, first contest cast I've ever done, and we're just kind of playing around 
with the format of it, but it was great to hear from Kobe France, and he crushed it out there. Man, uh, I'm excited to see what he does. He's going to put the pressure on some of the big dogs this season, so looking forward, he is a rookie, and uh, he is in contention, no doubt, in my mind, for Rookie of the Year, if that's even still an award. Another guy that's going to be in contention for that Rookie of the Year is Jake Pilat. Jake did ride a pro event last year. He rode the final stop of the Malibu Evolution Pro Series in Punta Cana. Uh, Jake is a cable slash boat rider. This dude is insane. He's a part of the Ronix team, a big part of the Ronix team. Here's Jake Pilat. What's up, man? You made it to finals here at the Pro Card Qualifier. Talk a little bit about what happened out there. Yeah, it's a really cool event. You know, all the guys from Junior Pro that are stepping up and some of the other riders that are trying to get their pro cards all came out and uh, we're battling for nine spots and it was really fun. Everybody threw down and uh, ended up making it to finals, so I'm pumped on that. Yeah, your riding actually looked pretty impressive out there today. The roll to blind that you had, you disappeared behind the Malibu wake. What happened on that? Yeah, I, uh, I fell on the one I tried right before it, and then I just over-rotated the second one a little bit, and uh, I laid back and ended up being able to pull out of it, so uh, yeah. This summer you're going to be doing cable events and wake events, just like uh, last year, but this year you're going to be in the pro division and on both sides. Is it going to be easy? What do you think? What do you expect for yourself for the summer? Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be pretty tough trying to balance out between boat and cable events, um, but I'm looking forward to it, and I'm not stressing too much about how I'm going to do in both. I'm just going to go have fun and try to make the most out of all the events. All right, dude. Well, hope to have you on for a full proper episode here. Jake Plot, thanks a ton, mate. Yeah, thanks, Dana. There he is. Old reliable, as they like to call him out at Lake Ronix. I like to call him that, too, because the guy is reliable. He, uh, he really puts in the effort, and um, I see a very bright future for Jake Pilat. We've got the Micker, Kobe Mikasich. We heard from Tara a little bit earlier. This is her husband, the legend himself, and of course, the owner-operator of Freedom Wake Park. Let's get at it with Kobe Mikasich. What's up, man? Micker, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Doing excellent. Back here at your spot, I uh, chatted a little bit with Tara a little while ago. Five years in a row here at Freedom Wake Park, kicking off the season with the Malibu Pro Card Qualifier. Exciting stuff for you. Everybody had really good conditions, and um, it went really good. You know, the night before, I don't usually sleep because I just wanted to run smooth and everybody be happy, and this was definitely the best one to date. How's the winter been for you guys over here? Very good. Um, we had a very steady winter. We didn't break any records, but it was okay because it was nice to kind of slow down and just have a comfortable pace throughout the winter. So it was great, you know, and we're so dependent on the weather and the weather was good. So um, it was awesome. We're, we're really set up well for the summer. You know, I'm really proud of Mizuki. He's been training with us for going on four years now and he did so good today. And so we got a good group of riders right now here at Freedom. And um, it, that just makes it more fun, you know, and it makes it um, better atmosphere, everything, you know, when the guys are riding good. You were out there on the jet ski watching the entire contest. Any other riders or any other uh, aspects of the event stand out to you today? Always good to see Ollie ride. You know, he's, you know, uh, such a unique rider and has a great variety of stuff. So that was fun to watch him ride. Tell us about the boats you guys are running and how they've been running so far this year. 
Um, yeah, good question. We have the 25 LSV and we have an A22 access. So the boats have been phenomenal. These are good choices. The way we set it up here at Freedom is we have the 25 loaded up and ready to go for wake surfing for all our pro wakeboarders, our advanced wakeboarders. Um, and then we have the access that we leave a little bit lighter for the younger kids, intermediates to intermediate riders. And Guys so, like me. Guys like me, you know, and it's great because then we could just jump back and forth to boat. Um, so we have a really good variety of skills that we can, you know, really cater to. And like, it's funny, last year when we turned in our boats, the two boats had the exact same hours on them. 750 hours on both boats. So that was pretty crazy that we use them that, you know, evenly. And then the two tower. Yes, and then we have the two tower cable park as well, which is great. We, uh, we, we tend to use that when we get really busy. We'll use that to kind of fill in the spots. And, you know, when people are waiting for their boat set, they love to take a rip on that thing. And so, like today, like went so good. Like I'm like, that's what makes me happy about this place and proud of this place is that you can have just good riding. It's just goes so well you know it was awesome it was a great day you know how rumors fly around the wakeboard industry any uh any truth to the rumor of a of a full cable or anything like that um not i, I don't have any interest in doing it here um because we're very manageable and we do very well with what we have and the size of school that we run and I don't want it to get any bigger because I don't want to lose that personal touch. And plus, we're out here every single day. I want to be able to enjoy it as well. Like, I don't want to come out here and hustle here every day. I want to be able to spend time with people, enjoy the rides, get through the day comfortably. And so that's why you'll never see us slamming lessons all day long. Like, we always try to get smoothly through the day. And so many people are like, oh, you should build it. You should add more boats. You should add more stuff to it. I'm like, no because this is run really well right now. I don't want to mess with it. We got, we got camp of the year this year. And so like, I'm like, there you go, man. Like we're doing, we're doing it right. So let's keep it going. Anything more and it just turns into work and a job, right? I think it does, you know, and, and the unique thing with us is, you know, like with the support of O'Brien and Malibu and Hang Tight, we make an income from them. So we don't have to focus on how many lessons we do. We focus on the quality of lessons we do. And I think that totally changes the approach and it changes the day for us because I think if I had to hustle the lessons, I don't think I would enjoy it. And I don't think people that would come to us would enjoy it as much either. So it's definitely, we're in a unique situation because we, we obviously want to be successful here, but we have other things that support it so we don't have to focus solely on that. Freedom Wake Park. It's a spot. Micker, thanks a ton. Well, thank you, Dan. Always great to see you, buddy. Kobe and I can talk for like a really long time. He's a great dude. He'd love to talk to you. Get out to Freedom Wake Park and spend some time with the Micker because it doesn't get much sicker. All right, I got a young man I like to call the Vicious Mauritius. He calls the Indian Ocean his home lake. It's not really a lake, though. Uh, from the Mauritius Islands, this is Damien Adam. Talk a little bit about how you rode. I rode great in the first uh, two rounds. I had a lot of fun. I just stuck all my tricks. And everything was clicking in. It worked out perfect for me. And, um, you know, just <laughs> just a little bit of 
of tiredness, I guess, cruising in for the first round, third round, and um, fell twice. But it was a fun day. The conditions were perfect, and uh, the wake was due, so couldn't ask for anything more. Are you going to start working on conditioning a little bit more moving into the season, or you are you think you're ready after this one? No, I think, I, think I, I definitely need to, you know, get my conditioning up a little bit so I can keep clicking through those rounds one after the other. Any uh, standout performances on the water from any of your uh, peers today, any of the, your mates? Mizuki killed it. Yeah, I was really surprised. I hadn't seen him ride in a while, and he just straight up slayed it all rounds. Looked like it was just, you know, nothing for him out there. Dig it. All right, Damien, the vicious Mauritius himself, thanks a ton. Yeah, thank you. The vicious Mauritius, and now it's time for the pizza boy, Massimiliano Pifferetti. Massey was there once again supporting the event. He's a Malibu rider, so he was a facilitator. I think he may have been doing some judging out there. I think it's really neat to see in wakeboarding that the athletes, even the younger athletes, are taking part in judging and learning how to judge and keeping that tradition alive themselves. Uh, so let's hear what uh, Massimiliano, this guy's always got some interesting stuff to talk about on the podcast, so let's check it out. What's happening, dude? That's right. Yeah, you know, we're, we're out here at Freedom, and the pro card was going on today, dude. I was, like, really impressed about the riding. All the boys are killing it, and, uh, you know, it's finally some warm weather out here in Orlando. We're just, just a great day, man. You're already pre-qualified. You're in the top 15. Where are you in the top 15? Do you know what your official ranking is right now? I think right now I'm six. Okay, and that big win in Punta Cana helped. You still buzzing off that? Uh, yeah, I'm still pretty stoked. You know, I spent my whole winter, you know, having fun and also training really hard with my trainer, Justin Cobb, and, you know, kept everything kind of quiet, you know, just like not riding as much. And uh, I just started riding uh, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I'm hungry. I'm just stoked uh, that I'm on my board and I just feel good every day, you know. Tell me about this fitness wave in wakeboarding right now. Everybody's into it. Yeah, everybody's into it. It's actually a good thing, you know. It's like I don't, like, I just really want to go into the gym and, like, I want to protect myself. I want to learn how to love my body more and just, like, try to cook more at home, eat more healthy and stuff like that. But just all that is just to not get hurt, you know, and now I make my schedule around the gym is like one of the top priorities and, you know, I just feel good. Hey, what was your role here today? What'd you do? Uh, you know, I just, I was judging out on the boat all day. Do you like judging your friends? Yeah, I love it. You know, it's just like, sometimes you like look at your friends, you like, you want them to do good so bad and whenever like sometimes it doesn't happen, you're like always oh, a little bummed and, but like, you know, everybody's got their days and it's just really cool to see some wakeboarding and like I, it's good to catch up with all the homies and see them ride actually what was the most impressive thing you saw so far today from any of the riders dude uh, mizuki was killing it today mizuki was on fire he didn't mizuki fall, takahashi yeah he didn't fall one time he was literally like killing it like i've never seen him ride that good so. is mizuki the, the pro card qualifier champion today uh no do it's, we know? Because we haven't we haven't announced it yet. So do you want to give us a little? Just just give me top three. Just give me top um, three. We got Ali on for Ali on top. We got Mizuki on second, and we got uh, Pierre Sonzi on third. All right. So did we see some upsets out there? It was really good. It was really good today. Like Ali had a really good diverse run, and uh, you know Mizuki slipped a couple grabs and that kind of bumped him down. But you know like Ali had just like a beautiful run, and and then Damien unfortunately fell. And uh, he was he was in the run. He was around to the top. He was riding good all day, and uh, unfortunately, fell. And then also Jake Pilat. Jake Pilat opened the gate with a nuke toe back five, which is ridiculous. 
unfortunately ended up going down later on, but still a great day. Everybody had fun and nobody got hurt. That's what it matters. Mass, thanks a ton, dude. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Deno. You. Who'd have thought that English is like his second language, man? Massey Miliano. Massey Pifferetti. The pizza boy himself. All right, I've got another international guy coming up next. This is Mizuki Takahashi. Took number two, dude. Your biggest finish ever, I would have to say. Mizuki Takahashi, how you doing, brother? Thank you. Um, I'm doing good, and, I, you know, I couldn't ask any better conditions and, like, any better setup because, like, this is my home lake, and... Yeah, I'm really stoked. How does it feel for you knowing that you're the guy that pretty much everybody here has been talking about how well you rode today? Does it feel pretty good? Um, of course, yeah. That has been my dream. Like, you know, everybody knows me and like, oh yeah, like that kid shreds. That's like awesome to hear. How is your school year? How is it uh, going to school here in America again for 2016-2017? Uh, uh, so like I graduate from high school last year and... You know, I think I had good grades, and I, you know, I was a good kid. What about the girls? Do they like you? You know, let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, uh, what events are you most excited about moving into 2017? Are you excited we're going back to Japan? I think the Malibu events in Japan were definitely, like, my favorite event because, you know, it's my home country, and, yeah, so I'm pretty excited for going to Japan and ride there. All right, cool. Hey, Mizuki, your uh, English is so much better than my Japanese. Thanks a ton, my friend. Thank you. Mizuki Takahashi, young man from Japan, rookie, making his way up through the ranks here in 2017. As a junior, you know, I watched him ride at a lot of events, a lot of contests. He has the tricks. It always comes down to can you put it together in an event. If he can in 2017, Will we see him make more podium spots? Who knows? We're going to go on to finish things off with Ali Jerome. He is now the two-time, that's right, two-time, two-time pro card qualifier champion right here in Orlando, Florida. Let's hear what Ali had to say. Exactly 365 days ago, we were pretty much standing here in the same position. You are now the two-time Pro Card Qualifier Champion. Good way to start the season. How are you, Ali? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Deno. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good day. You went from ripping at a, maybe a career high to sitting out on the sidelines to judging your friends to spending some time in Canada and now you're back here in Florida and you seem to be rehabbed. Talk about your injury. Yeah, well, it was, uh, they say it's seven to eight months to fully recuperate from an Achilles tear, which is uh, what I did last May. It was May 26th and I got surgery the next week, so it was like June 6th, I think. So then it was a month of uh, no weight bearing, just sitting on the couch, leg up, and then after that... Lots of Pokemon? uh, A little bit of Pokemon, yep. And then lots of movies and uh, reading and just hanging out and just trying to kill time and not just uh, let my brain go, go numb. But uh, it's, been, it's been a long road, but I, after that I started being able to do physio. And then when I was able to walk, I went and judged a couple of the World Series stops with the boys. So that was fun. I was able to still travel with the guys and be involved in a different way, which was a fun experience to be on the other side of I the know, rope. I know, you, I know you like judging, but do you like judging your friends? Well, that's the part that makes it a little sour is it's it's fun to be able to judge and like put your take on what should be emphasized on compared to other things. 
but then it kind of sucks when it's directly your friends against each other and then your brother's in the mix, so you have to totally separate from that, which I think a couple people might have been nervous about that, but I feel like I did a good job with it, and I, I try my best to be able to separate from that and just judge what's happening in front of me at that present moment. I, I, I want to talk to you. I want to I find out what's been happening. I know Raph is in town. Have you boys been uh, shredding a bunch? Well, we just got back in town two weeks ago, and then as soon as we got back, like a day later, Rathy just uh, finished his sick van. So all three of us went for a week winch trip through North Florida and South Georgia. So that was really fun. We just slept in the van, like in Walmart park parking lots, and just cooked in the parking lot, and it was awesome. It was a good vibe tour. And after that, we just got back here. I got my boat in the water last week and got a couple sets in before this weekend. Just have a good time. So you, you're you're starting off the season pretty diverse. You're doing some winching, some boating, some cable riding. Yeah. Also, um, there's a Valdust uh, Wake Compound is having a, a yard sale event, which is uh, the sequel to the Jamboree that Shredtown used to put on. So it's the weekend right before Wake Open. That's the next event for me. So we're going to be riding some cable park and some some rails and whatever it is that is going to be put in front of us. And right now we're in the process of uh, redoing Kevin's Park out in Claremont at Area 52. So tomorrow we're actually getting a bunch of guys out there to just tear down the staircase and do something different for this year. So I'm excited. All right. Well, it seems like it's going to be a pretty event-heavy season for you. Um, how, how do you think you're going to, going to be able to balance it all? Honestly, like I think I've been able to... Uh, take a step back with my injury in last year and see what I what I want to do and the direction I want to take so I'll do the events that I want to do and the ones that I, I'll set out for I'll spend time like working on some photos or some videos and whatever whatever comes my way whatever I feel like that week. Can we get a little Ben LeClaire update? Yeah of course I saw Ben before coming out here um, he started being able to go home on weekends which is uh, probably really nice for him to be able to get back into uh, his hometown and for his friends to come hang out at his place like he used to be. And um, day in, day out, every day, he's doing extra stuff outside of the rehab center where he stays during the week. Um, his right arm is doing pretty good. He's got good movement. They put a wristband around his hand and a tactile pen, and he's able to text and you know hit the keyboard keys on his computer and stuff so I haven't spent enough time with him in, in the last couple days to really know the latest update but that was about two and a half weeks ago so I'm hoping that he keeps on progressing and keeps working as hard as he is because we want him the best as he can be for sure. And uh, the the support continues I caught up with you a few days ago and I was able to get some uh, limited edition pins and stickers. I'm sure a lot of people out there probably listening would like to do so too. So what's the easiest way? Maybe email you or uh, social media? How do they? How do people continue to help donate and support Ben? Well, there's two different ways. Either you hit me up on any of my social media platforms and uh, tell me when you want to meet up and I can just hand them to you there. Or if you want me to mail them, if it's in the States, I can do that too. And if you're somewhere else in the world or if I run out, um, you can go on the website pinnycool.com p-i-n-i cool.com and you can order straight from the website and uh, get them shipped straight to your front door. Describe the pins and the stickers and tell, talk about who made them and everything. Wesley Jacobson, one of the slingshot riders, uh, helped design the board that they did for Ben. So it's kind of a drawing of Ben, ben intermixed with like a lion with sunglasses on kind of thing. So that's the logo he made for the board. So I got that logo from him. I sent it to my friend Sophie over in Australia. And she does uh, lots of uh, design work. And she uh, 
redesigned it to make it functional for a pin and then she got it made with colors as a pin and then she sent them to me so uh, if you guys uh want to support Ben and wear it proudly every day you can wear it on any shirt any hat any pair of socks anything so it's just like a sticker but you can change the sticker place every day website one more time or or, uh, or how people can get those from you yeah just hit me up on any of my social media platform and if you don't have a pen and paper right now I'll just give you the website address uh, at that moment since we're here and we finished off the day at the pro card qualifier the rider that everybody's been buzzing about is Mizuki Takahashi. Pierce Holmesy was on the podium with you. Um, I know Kobe France made finals, his uh, rookie appearance here, his rookie year. Who else really impressed you today, and uh, what are you really excited for as far as like your peers, your riders? Well, it was really fun to see a couple of the junior uh, men step up to the pro qualifier this year, kids like uh, Jake Pellet who was actually in all three of my heats today. So I got to watch his riding pretty closely and he's got some cool creative style and some, some fun tricks coming out. So I don't want to spoil him, so you'll just have to wait for a video or just go see him at a local event or something like that. Kids like Kobe are tearing it up and Mizuki's also stamped to pro and he came out with the bang. He got a really good runs all throughout the semis and in finals you put it down. I, I, thought, he, I thought he had it, but I guess... Um, he got second, so whatever. I'm I'm stoked on the the riding the guys are putting on right now, and it's funny because me, Pierce, and Kirby Leesman were on the dock, and we're like, man, we're we're like the veteran right now, you know? Like the three of us, we've been here for five, six years, you know. We've competed against each other for a while, and these new kids are coming up, and we're like, we're the vets right now. So it, it was a pretty pretty funny uh, moment on the dock we had over there earlier. Who are some of the other other guys right now to to watch out for, kind of moving into the season, maybe that we didn't get to see today? If you guys were able to watch uh, Moomba Masters over in Australia a couple weeks ago, the level of riding was incredible. Guys like, obviously, Harley's coming back from his injury and killing it. Kids like Corey Tunison and Mike Dowdy and Tony Iconi are always on. And then uh, other veterans like uh, Aaron Rathy, Rusty, Dean, Raff. There's so many good riders with so many different styles and types of tricks that can always uh, impress everyone. So it's, it's going to be a good season, I'm sure of it. It's a beautiful thing. Ollie, great day, man. Congratulations <laughs> to you again, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Dano. Have a good one. Well, you heard it. Some depth in the ranks of professional wakeboarding moving into the 2017 season. We're very excited. Stoked that you guys had the opportunity to have a listen to this contest cast. I'm going to close things out in a moment. Let's go to a quick break, and I'll be right back with some closing thoughts here on the Golden Lake Podcast. All right, folks, I can't stress enough how excited I am for the Malibu Rider experience to be back on the water this summer. And we're kicking off the year on Lake Las Vegas, just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada, with our friends at Boulder Boats for the first stop, once again, the Malibu Rider experience, the WWA Pro Card Qualifier stop. It's a WWA Wakeboard Regionals event. It's going to be an awesome time. You guys can find out all the information at boulderboats.com or you can check out the Boulder Boats Facebook page. This event is really neat because this gives people the opportunity to get out on Lake Las Vegas, a lake that is normally... Uh, shut down to powerboats. Lots of famous people live out here. Uh, Britney Spears, Celine Dion, to name a few. The site, the hotel, the area, it's really neat, but spots are filling up quick. Find out more again about the Malibu Boats Rider Experience Stop Number 1 with our friends at Boulder Boats by checking out boulderboats.com. 
Ledwake is a company with a mission to help get you that perfect wake this year. Ledwake ballast bags are designed with wake surfers and wakeboarders in mind and are made perfectly to be placed and stacked in tight spaces. Ledwake bags were designed to be shifted around in your boat by you easily and will help crisp up any wake in a matter of seconds. Multiple weights are available in all orders inside the U.S get free shipping. Right now, in honor of Ledwake's newest additions to the team, Ashley Kidd and Harley Clifford, you can use promo code Ashley or Harley to receive an extra 10% off your order. Go to Ledwake.com for more info. That's L-E-A-D-W-A-K-E.com. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the North, Dano the Mano. All right, for a first go, I would say pretty decent, not too shabby here on the contest pass. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Of course, you guys can always uh, shoot me an email, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. Or you can uh, find me on Facebook, the Golden Mike Podcast, and shoot me a message through there. It's a great way to get some of my Mano merchandise that I talked about a little bit earlier in this episode. I've got three different colorway hats out and some pins for you guys to choose from. So uh, shoot me that message. Uh, Let's talk about some events. You probably already know about these events, but they are coming up, and I'd love to see you. April 22nd. In Orlando, the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour, that's stop number two, technically. Or technically is it stop number one, as stop number one has been rescheduled to June 11th, which is the day after stop number three. So things definitely getting pretty interesting out there. Uh, Go to perfski.com or check out the Gravel Tour Performance Ski and Surf site on Facebook for all those details. I'm really excited to see you guys there. Also, that same weekend of April 22nd on the 23rd at the Orlando Water Sports Complex is their annual Cable Games. It's going to be my first year in town for this event, so I'm excited to announce there and check out all the action uh, on the Cableway as well as on the Big Lake that weekend. The following weekend, we close out April in Orlando at the Nautique Boats Wake Open. Also, there's going to be two big parties at Performance Ski and Surf, like rider registration. And I'm going to be doing a live podcast episode with members of Team Performance Ski and Surf. Also going to be a very loose episode, so hopefully you guys check that out. We are going to kick off the month of May, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Las Vegas, Nevada, Boulder Boats, stop one of the 2017 Malibu Boats Rider Experience on Lake Las Vegas and the Central WWA Wakeboard Regional Championships. All right, guys, so if anybody out there listening is interested in having me announce their event, commentate their event, do any kind of voiceover work, maybe appear at your next event, maybe you want to advertise on the Golden Mike Podcast or just ask any question in general, once again, email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. Message me through the Golden Mike Facebook page. Be sure to subscribe to the Golden Mike Podcast on iTunes. Once you find us, 
rate and review the show. Also, check out our archives on SoundCloud. Follow me on Twitter at the Dano T Mano and at the Golden underscore Mike on Instagram at Dano T Mano. And be sure to share the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook with all of your friends. Uh, once again, big thanks to everybody who is a part of this contest cast. Uh, all of the uh, officials. From the WWA Pro Card Qualifier and Malibu Boats and Freedom Wake Park and all of the athletes. All right, and now a few shout-outs to sponsors and folks behind the scenes. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow's, Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Leadwake, CWB Board Company, Ronix, Jenna Hamill on the web, and Rich Walsh on the audio. That's going to do it for today's show, and I appreciate you all for tuning in and listening once again to this Bonus episode 64 contest cast from the Malibu WWA Pro Card Qualifier Freedom Way Park. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan Lamano, and you can hear me next time once again on the Golden Mike Podcast.